your host, Harmony Patton, aka the Paleo Ballerina. And if you want to heal your skin from the inside out, you've come to the right place. This is Glow From Within Podcast. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you have made it here today. And I'm really excited for you to listen to this episode. So this episode is all on essential oils. And I chatted with Kimber Filippini, who is a doTERRA wellness advocate, and she's passionate about helping others manage their wellness, whether they desire to focus on everyday health or specific issues like acne. Over 10 years ago, Kimber began struggling with chronic illness. After finding the doTERRA wellness community in essential oils, Kimber has been able to naturally manage her health in ways she never thought possible, and she loves helping others do the same. As a teacher, she values education and support and enjoys working with people to problem solve the best way to support their overall long-term health and wellness. So sit back, relax, maybe put on some lavender oil and enjoy the episode. First of all, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here, and yeah, I just want to go ahead and dive right in. Tell me your acne story and uh, what led you to where you are now. All right, so my journey is probably a little more complicated. There are a lot of other things going on, so I'll just briefly give you a little overview. So about 10 years ago, I was 16, and I got an unknown virus, um, probably some kind of strep virus that just sort of wrecked havoc on my body. Some of the things may have still come about just because of genetics and other factors, Um, but over the last 10 years, I've been diagnosed with um, postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome, also known as POTS, Gittleman syndrome, um, IBS, and then I also, in the midst of that, had a lot of issues with hormones and trying to regulate all of that. So for me, when I started this sort of wellness journey, It was about four years ago, I think, when I started using oils and starting to look more into the natural approach to things. Um, Once I started really looking at my body and my health and my wellness overall, I started to realize that my acne was probably a symptom or my body reacting or giving me a signal to all the other dysfunctions and things that were going on inside. And so I will say my acne was never as bad or (laughs) as severe as yours. I've seen pictures. Um, I was never like diagnosed with cystic acne or anything like that. Um, But I had over the years used topical creams and I definitely had more breakouts than was maybe typical. Um, But for me, the biggest difference was when I started addressing and healing myself from the inside, my skin started to clear. And um, I still find today, if I'm having a breakout or something, it's usually some kind of signal for my body that something is going on inside that I need to address. Awesome. So what kind of led you to that conclusion? Because I know really like mainstream media, especially, it's all just about treating acne topically. And I know you had a whole bunch of other things going on but was there like any time where maybe you ate differently and you noticed that your skin was clearer like how did you come to that conclusion it's a really good question (laughs) um I think once I started not just going to the doctor and taking pills because it wasn't working anymore and trying to address my health holistically and looking at it through that lens I started to also be a lot more aware of my body and how it was reacting to specific things. 
And so I started to look more at my diet, which I will say is still a work in progress because our bodies are constantly changing and I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, but when I started eating cleaner, more paleo, um, I started to just generally feel better. And I also started to find out when I was taking care of my gut, my skin was happier. So I will know that when I start eating more sugar, more dairy, um, eating more processed things, I will not only get acne, but I also get like um, some eczema on my arm that'll mm. pop up. And so I started to just recognize that there was some general correlation between what I was consuming and putting in my body to what was happening on the outside as well. Yeah. I mean, I think that's awesome because, you know, it's like, I think it can be kind of hard to get to the point where you start paying attention to that. So um, I definitely, like, I really commend you because especially you had so many other things that you were dealing with, right? So um, I can only imagine how that was. Now, I mean, I can, again, I can only assume how everything else you're dealing with affected you, but do you feel like your acne had any kind of, like, emotional impact on you or was it more so the other things you were dealing with and the acne was kind of secondary? So I, I would say for me, the acne was definitely secondary. Um, I mean, I was so ill to the point where I could not walk from my bed to the bathroom on my own. Like someone had to help me. And I was, I was passing out completely out cold, blacked out on the floor eight times a day. Like there, so I had some very significant <laughs> health issues going on for a few years there. And so um, for me, if I could just get out of bed and when I was still in high school, go to school and show up, that was a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, for me, like definitely, I, I think the acne piece was part of my health journey, but the other factors were definitely, for me, more significant. Yeah. I mean, that 100% makes sense. Like, if you're, you know, not able to get up and take yourself to the bathroom, the acne is kind of just like, it's almost just like another symptom of all of the other crazy stuff that you have going on. So that's like 100% understandable. Um, so when it comes to, you know, like healing yourself from all of these other things as well as your acne, um, what do you think was the biggest factor in all of that? Well, and the reason I started looking into more natural approaches to health and wellness um, was because of the other things. Right. And then I started to realize all these side benefits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Of, you know, eating really well and eating really clean and then finding some kind of good solid exercise routine and managing my stress and managing my sleep and then giving my body the appropriate supplements that it needed because I was deficient in a lot of areas. Um, and just doing all of those things, it was like, okay, well, now these really significant things are far more managed. Yeah. Um, but also, look at all these other side benefits that I'm experiencing. Like, my skin is clearing up. Yeah. Um, so, so for me, it was sort of, it was a really awesome journey to just kind of see that. I think in the past when I had gone to doctors and they'd be like, oh, here's a pill. It was like, okay, so right. I'm taking this and it's like kind of helping with this symptom. But then it's also like 
making this I have this other weird mysterious thing that's popped up right yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> there was a few times since they didn't I didn't have all my diagnoses that they would put me on a medication that was like actually making the other thing worse because they didn't know I had it and so Ugh. it was all very complicated but what I found was doing things naturally right like adjusting your diet and all these things um that you end up with side benefits instead of side effects yep and you end up healing your body in so many other ways that you didn't even anticipate. Yes. Which I think is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I love that. And it's interesting because, I mean, for me too, actually, when I got healthy, it wasn't for my acne. I was kind of, I mean, I was on the pill when I started getting healthy still. And uh, yeah, I was just like, I was sick of feeling gross every day because I was eating disgustingly like I was eating you know full-size candy bars and like pasta every single day anyway I was eating a bunch of things that my body did not tolerate (laughs) plus I was on the pill and yeah so I yeah I just wanted to feel better I wasn't even trying to necessarily lose weight and right all of these things happened from it granted for me my skin got way worse before it got better but there were other contributing factors to that yeah so Okay, so a little bit onto essential oils, and obviously I know that you work with essential oils. Um, for those of you who may not follow my Instagram stories, um, I post a decent amount on there. I feel like about Kimbra. I feel like I post about you on there quite a bit. Um, but yeah, yeah. But I'm like totally a noob with essential oils. I, you know dabbled here and there just done some diffusing of this or that anyway so um kimber sent me some essential oils and has been kind of like teaching me some cool ways to use them and for you i mean that's probably like really simple stuff because it's like just lavender and lemon and um peppermint but for me i'm like oh this is so fancy I'm just like, I just don't know that much about essential oils, but that is where you come in. So I would love to hear partially, you know, how you got into essential oils, but more importantly, how they played a role for you in healing all of the things. Yeah. So like I said, four years ago, I kind of decided to make a change because the doctors are basically like, we tried everything and I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> So helpful. (laughs) I'm going to try, I'm going to find something else. Yep. Um, And so uh, I think my start was a little bit unconventional. I had a friend who had gotten into oils and literally called her up and was like, send me things. I'm going to use them and I'm going to figure it out. Awesome. (laughs) And and now, you know, if if you join my team or whatever, there's a lot of one-on-one consulting and training and education and all that stuff back then um, when I started that wasn't the case yeah <laughs> team was very much a baby um, and everyone was kind of starting out and so I got this kit and um, I think I was like still a little wary because anything new could be a little um, shocking to my body I had experienced that over mm-hmm. the years like I needed to be very gentle yeah very slowly um, because even if it was a good thing, sometimes if it was too much of a good thing all at once, my body was like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing I did was put lavender in the diffuser and I had strugg- been struggling with insomnia, which is, can be part of, or a symptom of some of my conditions at times. And, um, 
I put lavender in the diffuser and it was like the first night I had slept the whole night through in months. Wow. Did you keep and it on all night? Feeling refreshed. Huh? Did you keep it on all night? I I think the diffuser had only went for four hours. Okay. So all night. But it was like a good chunk of the night. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And so I was like, all right. And then, <laughs> uh, and then I started actually slowly using it for like my um you know, seasonal issues with like pollen and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I started using it to help support and manage blood pressure because that's part of the pots. I have really sick, severely low blood pressure. Mm. Um, and then I started to just use it for energy and all these kinds of other things. And then after I've been using them a few months for those things, I started to go, you know, I have had all these issues with managing my hormones over the years. Maybe I should start using oils for that. And so I literally, um, for years, had just never stopped having a period. Mm, fun. <laughs> so um, they put so me on fun. The pill. So uh-huh. I know, especially you, and a lot of your um, listeners have probably experienced that. And it didn't really work, but I was on it because I was desperate and I needed something. So yep. While I was still on it, though, I started using um, a blend called Clary Calm, which comes in a roller ball and has um, several different oils mixed in there, geranium and clary sage, and a bunch of really good ones that um, help support your body in naturally managing your hormones. And um, I just did that morning and night, twice a day, and suddenly I was normal and regular and my skin started to clear too in the midst of all of this um and i was eventually able to get off the pill and then um i also kind of in the midst of this shortly after that i did a whole detox because i wanted to cleanse my body of all the meds i had been on for years and get the stuff from the pill and some other medication out of my system and then after that detox I was eating really clean and was feeling super amazing and just kind of continued that forward. So okay. it was a bit of a <laughs> of a journey. Yeah. Um, I definitely say the oils were the thing that sort of jump started me into really looking at the whole picture. Yeah. I doing more research and realizing that this was just one piece of a holistic um, lifestyle and a piece of helping me feel healthy and well every day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But then specifically for my skin, um, I do – I did start – I had been using, like, proactive and topical creams and stuff over mm-hmm. the years. I always had, like – I just thought I had really dry skin. I didn't have really dry skin. <laughs> <laughs> I the harsh things on my skin. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Um, so I started, I switched over to doTERRA has, um, some skincare, um, lines. So I started using their face wash and their facial lotion, um, for acne. And, um, a lot of it is very much, there's a lot of oils in there, but then also just like some basic, you know, um, coconut oil or Castile soap or, you gotcha. know, in there. very natural. Um, and so I started using that and then, um, occasionally spot treating with a few things too. Um, I like lavender for inflammation. 
Um, another great one that I found for me um, works really well is a blend called Zendocrine, which is a blend of oils that are really great for detoxing. So for me, I found that a lot of my acne was actually um, caused by my body reacting to the toxic environment I was in or reacting to something I was eating. So giving it some extra assistance right on the surface even to get rid of that was really helpful. Yeah, that's really great because that's such a huge piece of, you know, clearing skin that I think a lot of people overlook. You know, they just want to maybe use a topical cream or, you know, change their diet even like, oh, don't eat sugar, don't eat gluten, don't eat dairy and your skin's going to be fine. But um, really that piece of providing your body with support and other detoxification pathways so that it has other options and is supported so that it doesn't have to try and expel everything through your skin. Um, I think that's just huge, especially because we're bombarded all day, you know, with like environmental pollution and, you know, like chemical cleaners. Even if you use all natural stuff in your house, you know, wherever you go outside of your house, they're not using natural things. (laughs) They're using chemicals, like really harsh chemicals, And, you know, of course, we want our environments to be clean and sanitary, but it can be such a toxic overload. And especially if you're very sensitive, which obviously, you know, your body was extremely sensitive. So it totally makes sense to me that kind of just supporting your body and giving it alternative detoxification methods like helped so much. That completely makes sense. Um... Okay, so as far as the topical things go, I was curious if you've ever heard about using um, carrot seed oil or myrrh for scars. Yeah, so I haven't heard too much about carrot seed oil. So I won't, I, that's not an essential oil, that's just like an oil from Mm. the plant. So um, I won't talk about that because I don't really know much about it. Okay. Um, yes, and so myrrh, um, frankincense is another great one for scarring as well. So those are kind of two that I have used. I had more scarring um, on like my back actually from the acne than on my face. Um, and so I did um, for a while just use a carrier oil and was applying that and um, did notice that it was, it was helpful in clearing and diminishing um, those areas that were a little more scarred and from the acne over the years. Interesting. So I wonder, because oftentimes I recommend um, Epsom salt for people struggling with body acne. So I wonder if you could make like a salt scrub with frankincense and myrrh and maybe some like coconut oil and then Epsom salt and just kind of like put it on and apply it. That sounds amazing. <laughs> just just like a thought that just came to me as you were talking about that. I feel like that would be really great. I'm actually going to try that. I got some, um, while I was pregnant, I broke out on my arms a lot, which I think was just from the excess uh, progesterone. Yeah. So I have like a little bit of dark, you know, like dark scarring on my arms, on my upper arms from while I was pregnant. So I'm actually going to try that on there and see if it fades it at all. Very interesting. <laughs> I love learning new things. Um, (laughs) So back to the detoxification pathways that we were just talking about. I know you had started trying oil pulling. Um, So how have you been liking that? Tell me a little bit about your experience with it. 
Yeah, I've been enjoying it so far. And I would say um, I haven't necessarily, my, my skin is like fairly clear. Right, I do right. <laughs> so for me, that wasn't necessarily a big factor. Um, but I have seemed to notice that like my teeth are whiter, my breath is fresher. Um, and one of the big things that they actually say is that a lot of um, your immune system and where we get germs into our body is in our mouth. And so if we're doing something like that every day, it's really, really helpful for even just boosting your immune system and helping you feel healthy. So I've been doing a variety of different oils and experimenting a little. Um, I think some of my favorites so far have been peppermint, lemon, and then copaiba. Mm, yeah, I've tried the peppermint and the lemon. Both were awesome. I loved it. Um, cause you know, before I, of course I was always just doing straight oil. So I was like, Oh, let me, let me try these little, little extra pizzazz in there. And, uh, yeah, it adds a nice extra little touch. Do you ever notice, um, when you spit out the oil that you have any like mucus or phlegm come up? Yeah, a little bit. And I tend to struggle with that a little bit more to begin with. Yeah. Uh, so I, <laughs> and I had to sort of space it out. So I also do a sinus rinse every morning. Mm, okay. That and then like give my sinuses about 10 minutes to drain before I did the oil pulling. Otherwise that was not a good combination. Yeah, that makes sense. That's also really cool that you do a sinus rinse every morning. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Why do you do that? So I have struggled for, since I was very young. Um, with allergies and sinus infections and ear infections um, and into adulthood. And so um, over the years, I, like I used to be on handfuls of allergy pills mm-hmm. and those are not super awesome for you and they make you groggy. And I didn't feel like they were working that well. Um, so I started using a lot of oils um, to help support my body in that way. Um, lemon, lavender, peppermint are like the top three actually. Mm-hmm. So I have a little and I use that twice a day. Um, I also like to add a little melaleuca or tea tree oil in there too because that has some natural um, decongestant properties. Um, So I do that twice a day and then I also um, do the sinus rinses twice a day because then it just helps drain everything and make sure that things aren't aren't getting caught up in there um, so it's prone to infection. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's literally like so great for lymphatic drainage because you know it's like your lymphatic system is sort of like the sewer drainage of of our bodies and there's really if you're just a normal person living day to day there's really not many times that you're drain right like are you blowing your nose are you spitting out mucus unless you're sick which is like different that's an immune response right so it's like giving your body the opportunity to purge these toxins is so 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 important you know not just it's really all of this goes so far beyond acne it's it's about like optimum health and you know like living a really just living the living your best life you know (laughs) as as like weird as that sounds but it's so great to get all that out and for me like when I exercise I get really congested because you know it's rebounding it gets everything moving so after I teach a class I always have to blow my nose and I get all of this like movement that comes out and part of that is also because you know I oil pull and I dry brush and I get everything moving and once you stimulate it you know getting it out that's just awesome I love that you do that and um, by the way while I was sick 
which obviously you know this since you are the one that told me this. But for those of you listening, while I was sick and my husband was sick and my son was sick, we all got like super sick. This was, I don't know, maybe two months ago now, I think. Anyway, um, we all had like ear infections and my ears felt literally full of fluid like I couldn't hear. And that was even with me still oil pulling and dry brushing and like all of the things I was doing. And um, yeah, you told me to mix like a drop of each, the lavender, peppermint and lemon. And then I mix it with a carrier oil. And then I put that behind my ears. And then for my son, I put it along his spine. And then for my husband, actually, um, we put it on his chest as like a rub. And he was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. <laughs> he was like, I can I can finally sleep like that feels so good because um, we were all, we were really suffering. But like it helped my ears drain so much. So I think it's really cool just how powerful, you know, just some little drops of oil can be. It's amazing. Um, so kind of coming back to the food thing a little bit, I am curious, I know you eat like clean, kind of paleo-ish, uh, do you notice for you that you have any like triggering foods, any foods that make you break out or, you know, make you feel kind of like sick or sluggish, anything like that? Yeah, so I would definitely say, like, I need to be careful about my sugar, even natural sugars. So I don't even, like, go overboard with fruit or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely a big deal. Gluten is a big problem for me. So I avoid that, like, the plague. Um, but grains in general, I need to sort of moderate. Um, and then dairy, too. <laughs> so kind of the big three. Yeah, the heavy hitters. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All the normal things. Yeah, are problematic. Um, and recently, I saw a nutritionist actually, and they recommended a low FODMAP diet. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yep. Yep. So um, that even then looks a little bit more. At, That's like, a sad one. Broccoli, because I love broccoli <laughs> and avocados. <laughs> and it was like, oh, maybe you should eat that. And I was like, okay. So just looking at some other things that can be a little um, irritating or inflammatory to my gut, and so that sort of that, that's just been like a week that I've been looking at that. Yeah. A still figuring that out um but yeah so but definitely for sure I've known for a long time that the sugar and the dairy and the gluten are a big problem yeah interesting now for the low FODMAP thing just so you know it's not like a lifelong thing that's one thing that's nice nice nice-ish about FODMAPs is that you know you can avoid them for like depending on the person maybe a month sometimes even like two weeks, maybe longer. And then usually you can kind of add them back in a little bit. Um, But yeah, so if you don't know what FODMAPs are, I don't know what it stands for. It's like fructo something or other. Everyone just says FODMAPs because it's a really complicated acronym. (laughs) You can look it up. But yeah, it's like certain soft cheeses, avocados. It's it's a lot of... (laughs) Yeah, the avocados part makes me sad, but I've I've actually done low FODMAP in the past as well, and it has helped. For a long time, I couldn't really eat cruciferous vegetables or like cauliflower or broccoli um, or Brussels sprouts, but definitely avoiding them for a long time and then adding them back in was good. And then actually right now, I'm getting a little bit sensitive to them again, so I think I've gone a little overboard. <laughs> which I tend to do. And then so now I'm like, okay, I need to chill out on all the cauliflower again because I've been eating too much cauliflower gnocchi. It's my problem. And that's what I find with food is you just need to listen to your body. Yep. So all these diets out there, and I have tried a lot of them and have just found that 
if you find one that works for you, awesome. But what you really need to do is maybe just look at some of those main trigger foods, which pretty like the gluten and the sugar and the dairy, almost every single one will tell you to avoid, right? So first look at that and then sort of look at what you're eating and just track how you feel. Yep. And so what I found this FODMAP thing was like, okay, this is maybe highlighted why, even though I'm eating really clean and avoiding all these other things, why I still will sometimes have some gut issues and some other things going yeah. on and give me a little more guidance. Yep. But um, I know like intuitive eating is like a big thing right now, right? If you like yeah. Google yeah. that. Um, and, and there's, you have to do it right. But yeah. I think the key is just to listen to your body, watch what it's doing, watch your skin, if that's one thing that you're trying to address while you're eating. Um, and then you might not have to avoid something forever, but you might just have to still, when you add it back in, just watch it and make sure you're eating it in moderation. Yeah. And I mean, you know, there's some things that ultimately are never going to be good for you. <laughs> but right, like, you know, sugar's never going to be like good for you. It's just not, unfortunately. But it's a neurotoxin. Right. So. <laughs> right. Exactly. But that doesn't mean that you can't get to a point where you've healed your body enough that like you can have a bowl of ice cream and be okay. And I right. think that is the goal, right? The goal is to find this place of balance where you can add these things back in here or there, but ultimately if you're eating for health, if you're eating to be a healthy person, a healthy human, you know, that's like really just full of energy and vitality, then, you know, you're not going to want to eat that all the time. That's going to bring you right back to feeling sluggish and feeling sick and, you know, probably breaking out eventually. But usually acne is not your your body's first signal, right? Like usually you've done a lot of damage when you get to the point of having the acne. So, you know, that's why it can also take a while to really heal because you've already been doing whatever's been damaging your body, like you've been doing it for a while. So it takes a while to for your body to heal and overcome that. Anyway, now that I've ranted. <clears throat> so... Now that your skin obviously is nice and clear, uh, how do essential oils kind of come into play for you just within your daily lifestyle? Do you still use them in any way to maintain your clear skin or how does that look? Yeah, so I I do a variety of things. I think sometimes it sort of depends on what my skin is doing. So I yep. kind of try and watch it and be like, okay, well, it's been doing this weird thing. Obviously, first we look at the inside pieces, right? Yep. But then you look at some topical things you can use to help as well. Um, so if I do have things that are so, – so generally I do wash my face um, just to make sure I get the makeup off every night. Um, one thing that I've been doing, though, lately um, that I've really been loving is using Witch Hazel as a make makeup remover. I put that on a makeup pad and doing that got rid of the toxic makeup remover I was using before. And then uh, grapeseed oil for eye makeup remover. Mm -hmm. um, I usually did right with coconut oil, but I started with that for eye makeup and found I was getting like these tiny little red bumps around my eyes. Yep. So I stopped doing that and used grapeseed oil instead, which Harvey talks a lot about <laughs> grapeseed oil. So she I love it. And then I do use the um, doTERRA face wash. Um, I also 
will exfoliate my skin about once a week just because it feels super amazing. Yeah, exfoliation <laughs> is great. You need it. Uh, yeah. Um, and then I'll go through phases. Um, Dojira also has, and I know you posted the other day about uh, like a mask that you make, mm-hmm. which I think is super awesome. I think I'm a little too lazy to make all of my own things. So Dojira has <laughs> a mask that I do use. Um, and I try and use it like once a week. Um, like, and I do find it does pull things out of my skin. So actually if I end up using it less than that, sometimes it almost will cause me to kind of break out. Yeah. Pull the toxins out of my skin. So you almost have to like keep up on it if you're going to use it, um, to like, so slowly detox over time. So I do Mm -hmm. really like to use that. Um, and then if I do have something that's popping up, uh, I often for my skin, I've experimented with a lot of different oils, um, that the lavender really helps with inflammation, um, the zendocrine for detoxing. And then sometimes I'll use maluca. That has some really good um, antiviral, antibacterial properties. So when you have an, essentially an infection in your skin, um, that can help with that as well. So awesome. those are my go-tos. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I know there's some debate about like ingesting essential oils. Um what is your opinion on that? And how do you think that kind of, like, what's the difference between ingesting? Why would we want to ingest an oil versus putting it on topically versus diffusing it? Good question. So first of all, when people ask me that question, I always say, do what you're comfortable with. So if you are only comfortable diffusing, go for it. If you're only comfortable using diffusing and topically, go for it. If you're comfortable doing all three, great. I do all three personally, but I want to add a clarifier in there. There are different qualities of essential oils. So you need to be really careful, especially if you're going to use internally what you're using. Um, the difficult thing with essential oils is that you can't just look at the bottle um, and, you know, it says 100% pure right. or whatever. <laughs> right. There are no actual regulations in the industry. So what you need to do is look at the company. And how they're transparent with their process and if they're giving evidence of that their oils are pure and all that kind of stuff. So that's one of the reasons I love doTERRA. You can call in, give them the number on the bottle, and they can tell you the test results that they had for that bottle of oil and how it was sourced and all that stuff. So I feel very comfortable using this brand in particular. Um, so I will use them in the diffuser. So actually, when you diffuse it, it will still get into your body through your skin. So um, it still is having an effect on your system. And there's certain things um, like emotions that are actually um, impacted um, to a greater degree if you're using them aromatically. So um, for something like that, for mood or focus, I will definitely put it in the diffuser. Um, I am a teacher as well. I teach little first graders, so Mm -hmm. I use them a lot in my classroom. (laughs) Students, because can't put oils on them, but I can diffuse. (laughs) Um, And then in terms of topical, so if there's some kind of, you know, if you get like a cut, then you want to use it topically on the site because it'll help just keep it clean and help it heal. So if there's like something directly topically, that's definitely a good spot to do it. Um, But if you put it on your skin, it's actually going to get into your bloodstream regardless. So 
Um, one of the things that I'll do, I have a little routine in the morning with all my roller balls. And, um, I, so I do use them a lot topically. Um, but then for internal purposes, um, I will, there's a few I use internal daily um, for things like cellular support and brain health. Um, but then also if I'm coming down with something and having some sort of severe immune issue, I definitely will use them internally, um, just to get my body an extra boost. I will also, if I'm, um, experiencing something digestive more along those lines, I will often do, um, it internally. And then I also drink, um, a citrus oil in my water every day, which just helps my body detox. So just giving it that daily support, since I know I'm really sensitive to toxins, for me is really important. Cool. That's so interesting. So why do you feel that essential oils are so effective? (laughs) Well, personal experience, right? Right. So I I think it's one of those things where uh, when I started using them, I didn't have all the science. I just heard about this and I was like, I'm trying something. And I started using that and realized the impact. And then after I started seeing those results is when I think I started to look more into the why piece of it. Yeah. And so, um, well, first of all, they are bioavailable to our bodies. So they're natural, they're from plants, and um, they're not synthetic. And so the way that they're designed, our body can actually recognize it and use it. And so that is the first significant thing that I think is important to acknowledge. Um, But secondly, uh, just there's a lot of things that the oils can do that other things like medications can't. So for example, if you're sick, we don't have medication that can address viruses because viruses are actually inside our cells. And there's no medications that we've been able to make that can really get in there. But oils can pass through that wall because our body doesn't recognize it as a threat. It recognizes it as a friend and knows it can help. And so they can get in there and support our body in fighting off that virus. There's also research that shows that there's certain oils like frankincense that can actually get past the blood-brain barrier and address parts of the brain um, that medication can't get to. So um, if you have, if you're struggling with something that's more of a neurological issue, um, oils can be very supportive for that. And so there's a lot of science to back up why they work and how they interact with our body. And I think that's really the root reason. Our body recognizes it, they're bioavailable, and they they know what to do with them. Yeah, that's so cool. I love it. Okay, so tell me your favorite way to use essential oils to just optimize physical health. <laughs> well. <laughs> I know, it's a little broad. to make sure that my health and wellness is optimal. 
And so the Clary Calm is one of those to help support mm-hmm. balanced hormones. Um, the ones for, you know, uh, my sinus issues and my issues of pollen, all that kind of stuff is something that I use daily. Um, there's ones that I use daily to support healthy blood pressure and the management of that. And um, I, with all those things, there's a lot of inflammation that happens in my body. So I use a blend called DDR Prime that has a lot of oils that are really supportive for that. And so um, for me, it's just been identifying the root cause of a lot of those things and a lot of my symptoms and then figuring out what oils are going to be best as daily support for that. So I definitely have a routine that I do every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. So what about, you know, a lot of us who struggle with acne, we deal with, you know, this whole confidence issue and, you know, just kind of feeling ashamed of your face and your skin. And, you know, that can be pretty depressing. It can cause a lot of anxiety. So what is your favorite way to use essential oils for kind of that emotional piece? I know you mentioned that diffusing especially can be beneficial emotionally. So, Like say I'm someone who has acne and I'm feeling really down about my skin and just about my appearance. What would be the best way to use essential oils to kind of just boost your mood and feel better? Yes. And I, and I, and I would say that for me, I, it's taken me a long time, but I've kind of realized that I probably have some anxiety and I need to work really hard to manage my stress. So probably over the last year or so, I started to be like, okay, this is affecting my physical health and a lot of other things that are going on. Yeah. Um, so I need to start using oils for this more directly. And um, so there's a few things I do. Obviously, I'll put it in the diffuser. Um, I love any citrus oil. Those are very emotionally uplifting. Mm-hmm. Um, like wild orange is my happy oil. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then there's also a bunch that I just like for calming purposes. Um, papaya has been one of my new favorites. Frankincense. Um, there's a blend called Balance that I absolutely love. Um, bergamot is one of my favorites. Um, and so I'll use this in the diffuser. I do also have a roller ball that I will use and carry with me. So I'll often put that like over my heart, um, or roll it on my hands and breathe it in. If I'm just in a situation where I'm stressed, obviously my diffuser can't go with me like absolutely everywhere. Right. <laughs> um, another thing I love to do actually is put a drop or two on my hand and then rub it through my hair mm. and my hair kind of acts as like a natural diffuser throughout the day. So very cool. And it moves. Um, since the essential oils are aromatic compounds, they'll actually like go into the air and that's why you smell them. So cool. Yeah. When you, um, cause she also sent me the, the Clary calm and <laughs> the day that I got it, like my son was being, I don't know, but it was just one of those days where I was sitting there and I was like, oh my God. And I remember taking it and you had said like on there that I could rub it on my heart for like moments of anxiety or whatever. And I was like, ah! I was like rubbing it really intensely. I was like, oh my God, I need to calm down. I'm getting really worked up. But yeah, it, I mean, it was calming. I did, I did appreciate it. Lavender is really great for that too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like lavender's just like a, like that's the one essential I owned, essential oil that I owned, like prior to meeting you, pretty much. Yeah. That and like a, I had a blend called Clean the Air, which I'll still diffuse. It's like a 
mixture of eucalyptus and stuff. And I got it because anyway, I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> Just I like to clean the air in my environment, especially while I was pregnant. I was really like anal about that kind of stuff. I was like, OK, because your your sense of smell gets heightened like really intensely yeah. And yeah, I just, I was like, we need to clean the air. So anyway. <laughs> Woo, all right. So I know you said you have a whole routine. I would love to hear your routine and just kind of tell me like a day in the life with essential oils with Kimbra. All right. Well, <laughs> um, usually first thing when I wake up in the morning, I'll put something in the diffuser. Um, and it's usually something like, Peppermint and wild orange is one of my favorite combinations because it's very emotionally uplifting, but then it also kind of wakes me up. Um, and then after that, I'll put on uh, my roller balls, which I've already talked about some of those. So like ones for hormone support, one for um, issue, support with seasonal issues and support for blood pressure and those kinds of things and inflammation. Um, I also have some supplements that I take. So um, there's one that has lemon, lavender, peppermint, and a capsule, and I'll take that internally to also help with a lot of those um, sinus issues. And um, I also take like a probiotic, which I think is really important for gut health. Um, and like a so, I, vitamins and minerals are crucial, so we'll put that out there. Yes. Um, I also <laughs> do. Um, there's so in addition to the Clary Comb, I do phytoestrogen which is natural plant-based um, estrogens that are very similar to what your body produces. Um, but the, what they do is they actually um, go into your body and they will block the receptors so that those xenoestrogens that we get from the toxins in our environment are not attaching to your receptors and causing you issues. And so I found that that was really supportive for me um, in to sort of fight off some of those toxins and help to balance my hormones overall. That's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so after that, then I usually like go out the door and if school is in session, (laughs) then (laughs) I go to work. Um, and so then in my classroom every day, I will use a variety of different oils, just kind of whatever I feel like that day, usually on guard, um, which is an immune support blend is part of that because it will disinfect the room if it's yeah. in the air and <laughs> support. Um, but then I also do things for emotions or focus, depending on what my kids are doing that day. Um, I also have natural on-guard cleaner in my classroom to reduce that toxic load. And I also feel so much better about the kids using that too. Yeah. Keeping them safe <laughs> um, and, not, and, and not eating bleach because they're spraying their desk. And right eating their lunch and it's like oh my gosh yeah (laughs) so um that's that's really awesome and then throughout the day if I mix what I love about this too is with something like um, medication that I was using before it was like you could only take it this often right whatever but if I'm going through my day and I'm like oh I'm extra stressed or I can feel my blood pressure dropping or I am really fatigued right now and I need an energy boost. I just can grab whatever oil I need and use it as often as I want to. That's awesome. Yeah. I absolutely love that. Um, And then uh, after work, I will do my supplements again in the evening. And then um, skincare, I'll apply them to my skin, use them for all of that. I mean, it's in my shampoo, my conditioner, it's in all the things. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then um, I will also always use it at night. 
because getting good rest for your body is one of the number one things you can do for yourself. Um, so my favorite combination right now is um, bergamot, copaiba, and frankincense in the diffuser at night. Mm, very nice. It changes. Like yeah, it yeah. With like a certain combination. Right, right. <laughs> Gotta go by your mood that day. So kind of to the effect where you were just saying how, you know, you don't have to worry about like taking too much of something or, you know, like that. I know that especially like if someone has kids in the house and like with diffusing, I've read a lot about, you know, like, oh, say maybe lavender works really well for me, but for someone else, it doesn't really work very well. So what are things that we need to be like conscientious of and kind of careful of when it comes to using essential oils, whether it be topically or in the diffuser or whatever? What are some things to look out for? Yeah, so, and especially when we get kids in the picture, there's a couple other just safety things that I always will tell people. So, um, first of all, you shouldn't use oils internally until they're about seven years old, at least, and then up. Um, and then they say for an adult, the maximum internal intake a day should be about 20 to 25 drops. You shouldn't do anything more than that. Um, and I don't ever find that to be a challenge. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of drops. Right. Unless I'm like really sick and I just like want to drink. Like, right. Let me calm down. Um and then the diffuser, there's no kind of limit. And then topically, I mean, listen to your body and what it's telling you. Um, but, you know, I mean, you shouldn't you shouldn't put 10 drops in your hand and then apply it to your skin because you don't need that much. You need one drop. That's yeah. It. Um, um, so just use it in motion. Um, if you're experiencing something, you know, usually we think like more is better. No, more is not better. Use one drop and then in 30 minutes do another drop. And then frequency is more important than quantity. Um, and then also in terms of putting it on topically, you should always um, dilute, especially if you're new to oils and you're still figuring out how your body's responding. Because the thing is a lot of them can actually um, – you know, cause that, cause say, okay, oh, we're going to detox now. And then suddenly your skin is like breaking out. And, you know, especially if you put it one drop directly in one site, it's really concentrated that one area. So you want to use a carrier oil to spread it out, be kind and gentle to your body um, until you know how um, your body is going to respond and if it's going to be detoxing or what it's going to do. Um, and then they always say with kids, that you definitely need to dilute. Their skin is far more sensitive, and since they're so small, they need less to begin with. So um, you can just put a drop in your hand with the carrier oil and put it on them, um, but if I end up like making a rollerball for someone as young as your son, um, I mean, you just put like five drops of oil in there and the rest carrier oil mm, in yeah. bottle and apply it to his skin, and that is plenty for his system. So less is more, use a carrier oil, um, and then just, like, make sure you're not overdoing it on the internal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if you get really excited. Right, right. A little overzealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that's really Im, uh, important, I think, because, you know, like, oftentimes we, we do get a little overzealous. And we're like, oh, my God, all of it. This helps. Let me do more of it. But yeah, I think 
you know, like even in the diffuser, I can tell sometimes when I accidentally put like too many drops, I'm like, okay, this is a little overwhelming. Like I need to put, I need to put four drops instead of like seven um, in a little diffuser. So yeah, I think that's very interesting and very good points on just kind of like some safety there. So um, I just want to do some quick rapid fire questions with you. So just tell me the first thing that pops into your mind. I know you listen to the podcast, so you're probably going to already recognize some of these. Yeah, but I should have gone back and listened to what you usually do, but I didn't. You'll be fine. I promise. It's nothing It's nothing tricky. Okay. First one, favorite food to eat in a pinch? Ooh, I love salty things because my body needs salt. So I like love chips or popcorn. I need to be a little careful with eating too much. But mm, like, yummy. That's definitely my go-to. Delicious. What kind of chips? Just like tortilla chips. Ooh, yeah. tortilla chips. Okay. Uh, favorite way to boost your mood? Oils. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of wild orange. Mm, yep, there we go. You already said, you pretty much already said that. Uh, favorite book? Ooh, that's a really good question. So one of the ones I've been rereading from my childhood, so obviously with children's books because I'm a teacher, is Anne of Green Gables. Oh, yes. I've been watching the Netflix series. Have you watched it? I watched the first season. I think I heard there was a second one out now, yes. too. Yep, yeah. yep. Different than the books. Definitely different feel than the books, but I really mm. still enjoyed it. So, Interesting. Yeah. I've never read the books. Uh, <laughs> that might be something I need to do because I, I enjoy the show. So, <laughs> Okay. Would you rather drink celery juice every day or an apple cider vinegar shot? Apple cider vinegar. I've okay. never done celery juice. So. Yeah. But I've, I've done apple cider vinegar on and off, and I don't seem to mind it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it can it's be a little intense, good. but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. Um, so you already kind of answered that one earlier, so I'm not going to do that. But what's your favorite essential oil for acne scars? Frankincense. Okay. <sighs> that's pretty much all that I have for you, actually. That That's it. Great. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for coming on today, for sharing all of this amazing, amazing information. I think this is going to be super helpful for people. And I definitely learned a lot, me and my my little essential oil noob self. <laughs> so I really appreciate it. And can you just tell everyone where they can find you, how they can work with you, all that jazz? Yeah, so my handle on Instagram is at wellness for real life. Um, and you can also find me on Facebook at the same thing, although I, don't, I definitely spend most of my time on Instagram. Um, and my contact information is on there. You can just send me a DM, and I will always do a 30-minute consult with people just to see if it's a good fit to work together and then just kind of go from there. Yay. All right. Yeah. So we will definitely link to that in the show notes for those of you who want to find Kimbra, I definitely recommend following her on social media. She shares a bunch of really cool tips and like her adorable little home, which I wish I lived there. Um, <laughs> it's just, I love it. Literally, I love it. Anyway, definitely go find her on Instagram. And I hope that this information helps you today. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to us. So if this whole natural healing 
not just for your acne, but healing your life, getting yourself back in balance. If this is speaking to you, then I would love to work with you. So I am super duper duper excited because I am launching my first group program. Now it's a group program, but you're still getting an individualized plan. You're getting individualized care and attention. So this is for the woman who is ready to take control of her acne naturally, who's ready to revamp her life, her mindset, and how she thinks about both her acne and herself. So you got to be ready to ditch your excuses, ready to try some new things that are going to be different, might make you a little bit uncomfortable, but you are done with dealing with acne and you're ready to take charge. If that is you, if you are that woman, then this program is for you. We're going to create a really fun community and I'm only accepting eight women, eight women only in this group program. So space is extremely limited. Go ahead, find the show notes. There's a link in there. Go ahead and register right now for pre-enrollment for this group program. Let's get your skin clear. Let's get you feeling happier and confident every day so you can walk around not only your house, but you can walk outside with no makeup on and you can feel sexy. All right, guys, I am so honored that you were here, that you joined me today. Don't forget to share your love for the podcast on your Instagram, Instagram stories. I would love to share you trying out some of the tips from the podcast or even just enjoying the podcast. I'd love to share that with my audience because I love when you guys show me what you're up to. Okay. Thank you so much again for being here. Have an amazing day over and out.